or you want to be, if you're somebody who's self-employed or you want to be, you have found your show. It is business school without the BS. And yes, my friend, you can avoid the stress. You can avoid, see, you could learn from mentors or mistakes. You could avoid the mistakes. You could, by having a business coach, somebody help you down the proven path. And that's what we're talking today, my friend, about partnerships. Z, why is it so important that every listener understands these core principles about partnerships, my friend? Because it's the it's the it's one of the foundation building blocks of your business, and if you get if you build your business on a bad foundation, it's it's not good. Not good. It's it's not it's, good. it's not good. But to go back to your mentors and mistakes, Clay. Yep. You know when you approached me three years ago to start our online business school that was going to be basically business mentoring, business coaching. You know, business a, a business coach that we film that that talks about their secret sauce of their success stories of life. You know, I said to myself, that's awesome because growing up, we, you always kind of knew in the back of your head, you always kind of knew, man, it'd be awesome if some dude who's done this thing would just call me out of the blue call me out of the blue uh hey uh robert i see that uh in fact i just found out that you're thinking about doing this thing i'm calling out of the blue and uh you know i'm a, I'm a big deal in this stuff and i just have a heart to just you know help you i just like to meet with you on a daily basis and pour into your life and just let you ask me anything you want and I mean, i'm, I'm here for you now. i got a lot of time freedom here. I'm, I'm, I'm here for you you know because you know because i just, it doesn't happen it doesn't, it doesn't happen. happen that way people don't wake up uh highly motivated to pay you <laughs> or to coach you, or to mentor you. Right, right, they don't. And so what happens is then you bang on doors and you 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 harass people like Clay did to me years ago. Yeah. You know, and just, man, I just want, man, just lunch. I'll buy lunch. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so a lunch is okay because I know it's, it can't be longer than about an hour, you know. Right, yeah. And, but the thing about it is, is that you kind of know in the back of your head that you need it. You know, you need it. Yep. But then you say to yourself, where do I find it? Let me tell you something different about mentorship and random advice. Mentorship is consistent, weekly coaching. That's what mentorship is. It's somebody who's giving you consistent, weekly coaching. It's not what you want to hear. It's what you need to hear. That's totally different than like a buddy system. When you meet with a unicorn one time, I'll give an example. When I met with Dr. Z, he, I, 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 my wife insisted I should meet the guy, and I'm kind of like, I don't, I don't, I, he's not, he's never, he's not a DJ. His he doesn't wear, he doesn't have earrings. He doesn't wear baggy clothes. And Vanessa's like, I know he's got multiple businesses. I don't know what they all are, he but his place have runs. The, his car doesn't boom boom when it he drives have a, down the road. He doesn't have a subwoofer. But I, I, when I met with you, there was things I asked you, and there's times you said no, there's times you said yes, you gave me feedback, but you gave me the truth. And a lot of times, to quote, you know, the, the movie, was it A Few Good Men? You can't handle the truth. Handle- a lot of times you don't want to hear the truth. What we're talking about today is stuff that maybe is going to be tough to hear, but you need to hear it. And so here is here is the next the next partner issue I want to... Is oh, wait, wait, wait a second, wait a second. I just, yeah. you know, I don't get to hit very many... You can't handle the truth. Okay, hit it one more time. You can't handle the Can you truth. hit one more time? I'm just starting to feel you it. You can't handle the oh, truth. You can't handle the truth. I just love my buttons. So you have a partner who brings their personal issues into the meeting. So let me give an example. 
Um, my wife and I, I feel like we have a very good relationship, but one of the things that I, I don't agree on is I don't agree that cupboards should exist. Or cabinets. Cup, cup. Did you or say cupboards? Cupboards, cabinets, or shelves. You're too young to know a word like, like by the name of cupboards. I don't want a cupboard. Well, you've spent some time in Minnesota. So I don't want a cabinet, and I don't want a shelf. I don't want a drawer. Anything that's like a, a shelf that doesn't have a door to it, I'm okay. But if it doesn't, if like if it's if it's somehow where you can't see clearly what's in the fridge or what's on the shelf, I don't want it because it stresses me out. Oh, okay. Because I don't like to run out of things. So like I have hundreds of pairs of socks, and now in the man cave, I can see how many I have visually, and it frustrates me if it's not that way. Well, now, how, how do you how do you see all your? You do, hold on. Since I haven't been in your man cave since its completeness, how do you see all your socks? I have them all stacked up, and I know exactly how many I have. I mean, and they're stacked up on what? Uh, they're on a shelf because I don't use anything. You can okay, show. okay. So, so they're not like a cabinetry, right? Okay, so okay. I asked okay, with you. specifically when we did the build out down, downstairs. I said, do not put doors on any closets, and do not put you Chuck, you've seen this, and do not put a door on a cabinet because if you do, it's a waste of time. So he puts it in there. So I set them all on fire. I just burned them all. So that way it's open, so I can see everything. And you literally took the doors off, went out back, and burned them. Yes, true. You're, you're serious. I'm serious. Did he, you burns, film this? he burns everything. So I. I, I I did, did, I did you film them, yeah. this? I didn't film it because I mean, this was kind of normal. But my wife's thinking, we just paid somebody. She didn't say it, but she, she, you could see it in her face. You, ju- we just paid someone to put new doors on all these things, and you just set them on fire. And I went, yes, because I said specifically, <laughs> there's no doors to be on any closets because I don't like anything where I can't see it. I want it to be like a retail. I want it to be like Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby. Doesn't oh have, yeah, Hobby, Hobby Lobby. Lobby doesn't have a cupboard. You're no. not running around like, wow, oh, I wonder what's in this drawer. I wonder, I wonder, what's, I wonder what's for solid hair. Like, stupid. I want to know if I have tape or I don't have ah. tape. How many pins do I have? How much <laughs> socks do I have? You know, that's is my thing. stapler in the right spot. Another I thing I do it. that's weird is that like I don't want to talk to my wife about washing socks. So I always buy new socks every weekend. <laughs> I buy new socks. I never worry about it. I just buy new ones every How weekend. How big's that sock shelf? It's got to be big. I'm not kidding. I, pro- I probably have 400 pairs of socks. It's got to be we big. We need more people like you because you help the economy so much. I'm not going to judge you and, and everyone's unique. No. And I think I, I'm all for it. Uh, we have five I'm, kids uh, and I get it. There's a lot of things my wife does that are awesome, but I am not going to follow up with any about socks because she can do whatever she wants at her time. But I'm, I'm just going to keep buying more and more socks. But brand new socks feel great in your feet. I will say that. That's, I love it. Yeah, yeah I it love feels it. Great. And then like deodorant, I like to have like, I don't know, six or seven backup pairs. The point is, it's bizarre. It's weird. What the heck? Why is this guy so weird? The point is... If you're I just, just chiming in right now. <laughs> right. But the thing is, is that for me to bring up in a meeting going, you wouldn't believe that my wife put a door on a closet. Oh my god! I burnt I, oh, I, my shoulder. I burnt it. Well, one, it's weird that I don't want a door on a closet or a door. You've seen it, Chup. I've, there's no doors, but like to me, it's awesome. Do you have a door in the bathroom? Now I was just say no bathroom door. I have. Well, there's a door that shuts in the bathroom. Okay, so you have a door in the bathroom. That that's okay. That's legit. What about the door to your the garage area, which you've now I've heard reclaimed into part it of your man cave? Shuts, and I'm trying to rip it off. Okay, well, I'm well, just the thing is, it's like it's 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 bolted in a weird way. But the point is, I I'm just. I don't want there to be doors. And so the, the fact is I have a staff meeting, and I'm like, oh, guys, here's the deal. We're going to talk about sales, but before we do, why would somebody put a door on a cabinet? Well, one, it just says, you're so weird. You're the weirdest person ever. But then, like, it's not needed. Another example. Another example. I don't agree with a lot of people on religion. 
There's no point, there's no reason for me to sit there and debate with you about religion in our sales meeting. But there are people that insist on this. So if you're partnering with somebody who constantly wants to argue religion or argue with their spouse or argue about something unrelated to what you're doing, see, how do you handle it? How do you handle your partner who just brings up stuff that's just, it's, and you're going, are you really talking about cupboards in our staff meeting? See, break it down. Well, the way I handle that is, and, and you know, whether it's personal or the other thing is, is that they have, they think the direction the business needs to go, or they have a burr in their saddle. Guys, uh, before we start saddle, this meeting, I've got this burr, this crazy burr, I rash this. I contracted at a bar. And, and they want to hijack the meeting and talk about something that they feel like is important. Could you look and, at this, see? And you, as the leader of the meeting... Say to yourself, that's not the purpose of the meeting. That's not what we're here to talk about. And we're not going to talk about that. Mm. And so what you have to do... You order- actually say that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And so what you have to do is you have to take control of that meeting. And you have to say, we're not going to talk about that today. Um, you know, that's that's a topic it's for It's a, a crazy for a rash. Ne- for see, you should time. see this over my body. For another time. And now I'm going to get back on point, on track. I met him at Hakey Creek, and now I've got rashes. We only have so much time. And now back on point. Bill, I asked you that question about uh, whatever. Let's move on. So the thing about it is is that in, in any meeting, someone, and you know, it's usually someone that thinks they can, so they usually have some right. kind of highfalutin title. I've got letters behind my name, so you know what, I want to... I'm going to role play I'm gonna this. I'm going to talk about I, you know, taxes in 2025. I am going to role play this, okay? So right, I work right. for your optometry clinic, okay. and I've worked my way up pretty high. I've been okay. there maybe three years. All right. And I make a poor decision in a meeting. But I, I'm normally pretty good. I've been there for a long time. Okay. Now, when you say a poor decision in a meeting, what do you mean? Like, well, I, well, you, you don't you, wear pants? I mean, well, what, the meetings, you you've, you've blocked out maybe a half hour for the meeting, maybe an hour, to train your team on, on sales or a new product. Okay. And I start off the meeting with this. I'm like, guys, here's the deal. Before we get started, I want to let everybody know that uh, if you want to uh, kneel for the meeting, you can because I per- I actually endorse that idea. I uh, I'm what I would call a kneeler, if you know what I mean. So uh, I'll call this my kneel spiel, and you get the idea that I have a politically motivated message. I'm just gonna oh yeah. Stay. So anyway, well, I would so I would cut the- you I would cut you off by then. What and would say, you say right there? I, I would say Clay, th- those views are, are great. Whatever. I mean, we're not here to talk about that. And uh, I know it's a little bit lighthearted, kind of a joke joke about what's going on in society right now. But we're back onto the training of this new product that just came out there. That's pretty exciting. And so for the meeting, I brought in a sales rep by the name of you know uh, Billy Billy, and Billy's going to talk about about this new coating for 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 lenses. And so please uh, table that, Clay, and uh, funny, <laughs> you're a funny guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're funny, you're lighthearted. Woo! Yeah, I'm lighthearted. I like where your heart is, I but do, we're going to talk yeah. about this new coating. And so, Clay's kneeling the whole time. Go, right. go ahead, go ahead, Billy. Please right. get up. Dr. Yeah. Kaepernick, I mean, Dr. Z, okay, okay. You know, so you, you, you get that kind of crap, though. Oh, you, you, get that you, all, you, you get that all the time. The problem is, it, here's the problem. It's, it's really difficult to have both. Both. A great business partner... And a great friendship. Let me say that again. It's it's hard. It's not impossible, but it's hard to have a good business partner and a good friendship. Because what happens is, is that there'll be a day that you're like, "Hey, let's go, uh, let's go eat dinner. Let's go eat dinner. Let's go eat dinner. Are having dinner, and you're just wanting to relax and have dinner. It's your good friend. It's a good friend. It's also a guy that you know you do partnership with, and you're having dinner. All of a sudden, he brings up some business stuff. So I was noticing you were spending about 16 extra dollars on your personal gas, and I wanted to bring that up real quick. And I was just wondering, where are you driving extra? 
because my, you, you drive the my car gas home. bill's not as large as yours, and we live right next door to each other. Let's get some guacamole. Yeah, we'll take two guacs. We'll two take guacs. Two beers, we're not two done. Beers. To, but before you bring that, though, we're going to talk about the, the route you're we, taking. But we to work. could have actually ordered more guac and beers if you hadn't spent all that money on the gas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, and so it's it's uh, it's challenging. And Wes, would you touch on that a little bit? How how you see partners that come in that that are trying to be best friends and yet they're trying to be partners, best buds, and, and drawing the line and making a good fence. I mean, it's it's, it's tough. It is, and I'd say two things. One, from a practical standpoint, we talked about prenups a little earlier. The partnership agreement should have some prenup provisions that if this doesn't work out, here's how we're all going to take care oh, of our negative. strategy. That's just negative, yeah. Wes. You're negative. You're speaking. You're negative. You, just say, you can't say it because if you say it, you're speaking negativity no over the business. No wonder you're kneeling while you said that. Yeah. You're and negative. Number two is I come from a law firm that has two founding partners who are very close friends and have been partners for 30 years that's worked. And from observation, uh, as kind of my mentors, my business coaches, I've seen that humility has a lot to do with it. They both understand that there's going to be days they overvalue themselves and undervalue their partner, and the next day it might be the other way around. And they allow for that emotionally and intellectually. To There's going to be days when maybe I think a little higher in myself than you do and vice versa. Yeah, and that's probably the exception of the rule, right, Wes? I mean, absolutely, it's not very common you see those yeah, last. Yeah, and and it's kind of like kind of like rock bands. Clay, you're a, a former DJ. Dun, 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 how many dun, bands? It, how many bands make it as long as like you two? I mean, they've been like well, the fifth decade of you two. Yeah, and there's the Rolling Stones, and and what happens to the others? Egos. And and bad deals. Yeah, the Wu Tang Clan. And I mean, I'm doing this, and you're off. not doing that, and uh, you know it's a, it's a bad deal. Next thing you know, ODB leaves. You know, you've got the Method Man. He leaves. RZA starts making other albums. It gets crazy. The Wu Tang Clan. I mean, they could have been. They could have ran for president. I mean, maybe think, as a group. Think where think where boys to men could be. Oh, they could. No, we're not boys to men. They uh, lost uh, a guy. Yeah, no, they lost uh, a guy. Who, the, who's, who was Bobby Browning? What was, who, oh, was New Edition. New Edition. How, I, I question your Americanism if we've been asking I, that I question. I mean, the boys' bands that could have been something so much oh, more. Belle, Biv, DeVoe. Now you know. Now, now you know. Stay tuned to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. What about when your partner doesn't get their job done and you're married to them? Stay mm. tuned to the Thrive Time Show. Uh-oh. Do you want to learn how to build a successful business? Or do you want to live in a red van down by the river? In a van down by the river. In a van down by the river. In a van down by the river. Uh, Hour two, segment three in the box with Dr. Z. Come on, Thrive Nation. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. I tell you what, if if you are not enjoying the ecstasy that is next to me, then you have not visually seen the man by the name of Dr. Z. Dr. Z, I want to ask you this. Seriously, how many hours a day do you spend on chemical peels, tanning, exfoliating, working out? Just break it down. I mean, is uh, it two hours per thing? 20, 27 days a day I, I commit to all those activities. 27 it's, it's, days a day? It's, it's amazing. It's hard to get all that well, in. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. But, you know, I mean, you got to be dedicated. You, you got, be, you got to, you got to, you just got to push through. You got to push through. That's the thing. You got to push through. Well, how many through. steroids are you on right now? Honestly, oh, I mean, are so you taking much. horse tranquilizers, it's, it's steroids, hard, morphine, taurine? It's hard to even say. I just go to the track. I go to the horse track where the, my trainer has my horses, and and I just say, you know, just just juice me. Just, just and juice. I don't even, I don't even know what they're giving me anymore. I really don't. <laughs> it's, I mean, work, I just, it's working though. It's a big <laughs> needle and it takes a while, but you know, I just, you know, just pan, you know, I got to. What are some of the side effects? You like do the horse sounds? Of well, life? every now, <laughs> every now and then, I find, I find, I find myself staring at green pastures quite a bit here lately. You I don't, I don't know. For a while. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've jumped a couple of fences and tried to chew some grass. Now, but see, I mean, we're talking today about how to enter good. into a partnership. 
And specifically, I want to get Wes's take, I want to get Justin's take, I want to get Z's take on this. And then when we come back, Eric Chup, business coach, is going to join us with some tough, yes, I love hard that guy. He hitting has tough questions. questions. Here we go. What if you are in a meeting and you say, so did you call the leads? Because this happened to me three months ago. This actually happened. This is a real scenario. We're in the meeting, and I'm in with a client. I said, so, 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 man. And I didn't say it like this, but I'm just trying to make it feel less, less, less confrontational, less awkward. So I'm going to just try to make it more fun. Here we go. Hey, man, you know, hey, man. did, you, hey, man, did yeah. you, call, you call the leads, man? Did you call uh, the leads, man? No uh, big deal if you didn't call the leads, but did you call the leads? He goes, no. hey, man, I actually I had my assistant call the leads who I happen to be married to, man. And did, did you call the leads? And we, we look over at her, and she goes, no, you called the leads. And you can feel the tension in the room. You feel the tension. You feel like you feel like all of a sudden we're over here having brownies, man. We live in downtown Colorado, man. We live on Sixth Street. We just we play the pianos. We live off the land, man. We're just just brownies, man. I've got a prescription, you know. And so anyway, you're down there, and then that, then we turn, and there's all this is tension. And she says, "I forgot." But it's like the fourth week in a row that she's not called the leads. Then we turn again, and I said. Did you fire that person who's chronically late that doesn't do their job that we talked about? And they turned to her and she goes, I just feel like she's a good person, right? I mean, she's such a good person. I don't want to upset her. I mean, we're just trying to focus on I feel like if we could just motivate her. And there's that tension now where the intention, what happens is the intention doesn't get done. Uh, disease, there's a dis-ease. There's a dis-ease. There's not an ease anymore. So see, with the person who's not doing the job is married to the owner. And she married the owner after the business was started. How, I mean, what would you, if you're in that meeting, what do you say? What would you do, Z? If you're in the meeting and the guy go, you can just feel the tension. As a business coach, you're, you're an optometrist, op, op, entrepreneur, successful, you know, you build several multi-million dollar businesses. What would you say if they actually said, please tell us the truth? What, if, if they actually said, please, we can handle it, tell us the truth. How would you handle the scenario where the spouse is not doing his Probably his, his or her job. Well, the the thing is, is that usually I have found in those scenarios when it's it was chronic like that, they don't want to do it. Mm. They don't want to do it. Ah, they, they don't want to do it. You know, they married in, and they didn't sign up for that. Yep. They got uh, recruited. They got, uh, you know, they uh, they said, hey, and it's you know, kind of sounded okay. You know, they thought, well, I want to be a team player. And I don't want to say no. Right, absolutely. But they're saying no, no by not doing it. And they're saying, I don't want to do it. I didn't sign up for that. That wasn't my deal. So the scenario that you said is by replacing them with somebody else, you're probably doing them a favor. They're probably mm-hmm. going to be happy. They're probably going to be like secretly going, thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes. Now, will you keep my paycheck coming, though? Yes. <laughs> my allowance. Will you keep my allowance the same? But what happens is, is that they're, they're letting you know they don't want to do it. And so now you're the fool who doesn't listen to that. You're the one that says, you know what? Uh, okay, you're not doing it now four weeks in a row. And <laughs> you must have just forgotten it. Now again. I got to ask you. It's my really fault because I didn't remind crazy? you 87 times yesterday. I got crazy questions for you. What if the person not doing the job is your spouse? Yeah, I mean, you know, I have I I have other family members, including someone, yes, spouse. I have said, you know what? Uh you know, tennis and kids and life is keeping you very busy. That's good. Yes. That's good. That's good. And and I, in order to effectively manage said business, I need numbers, accounting, bookkeeping done on a timely fashion. And I understand that your personal life 
is is keeping you very busy. Right. And so I think in our in you know in the in the business's best interest, don't you agree that we probably it's time now we hire someone full time in to do that. I appreciate all that you've done. So over it's a the segue years. into a new position. World order, yes. So I, this is where I want to get in. Wes, I want to ask you this because yeah. I see a lot of entrepreneurs that have a business. So a woman listening to the show today, she already has a successful business. Yes. She already has maybe two locations. Things are going great. She's doing well. And she's going to get married. She's so excited. She's got the bliss, the euphoria, the excitement about yes. the new marriage, Go the thing to come. To the but yet we know statistically that probably five Go out of ten, six out of ten marriages aren't going to work. Right. Do you endorse as an attorney a prenup? I do. I think if you're, oh. if you're coming in and you Boo. have established assets coming Boo. into the marriage, hey, why, why have a knockdown drag out later? I mean, it, think of it this way. If, if we all know the rules, how we're going to fight later you on. Don't like that fight is not going to get as nasty if we've all set the rules in advance. If so it's better for it, everybody. What happened? The marriage would be better if you didn't speak. Wes, it. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you just a gut wrenching, point blank question. I know you'll be honest with me. I will be. Boo! I know you'll be honest with me. Yes. Have you ever, 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 ever seen a couple come into you or your your law firm? Yes. And say we're going to do a prenup. And then that process of doing that broke them up, and they didn't get married. No, no. And now you, well, you well, can't well, wait what? till the last week to spring it on her I'm or in him. The fifth row of Victory Christian Center yelling at you, you heathen. You, can't <laughs> you know, you know what I have seen? I've seen clients get married. Uh huh. Tell us, I don't need a prenup. This is the one. Yeah. Come back in and ask us for a prenup for the second marriage. Oh. I'm Amish uh, for crying out loud. You can't do a prenup. You can't split a cart. Uh, you so can't even make a cart with two wheels. Well, you can. It's not a good cart. So, yes, I mean, it, obviously, it's a very personal decision. Uh, and if it's going to jeopardize the marriage, maybe it's something you shouldn't go down that road. But Why do you have a um, guy on this show that hates kids? They both have to agree, by the way. This isn't a unilateral decision. You both have to agree to this. So, right, um, right. If, but if but you've never, I mean, no, you, yeah, but I guess she said no, then they wouldn't be in your office. Right, right. But the process, if they both agree, hey, listen, you know, you've got stuff, you're bringing this, I've got stuff, and so, you know, what we'll do is we're going to build new stuff. Yes. But the stuff we come in here with is, you know, you got your stuff, I got my stuff. Right. Now, the new stuff is fair game, right? Yeah, if it's created during the marriage, then you can agree how you're going to split that up, but you can't say that's all mine. Right. Okay. But my point is, then, then um, but you've never seen a couple that come in and said, hey, listen, we're, we want to do a prenup whether it's the girl's energy or the guy's energy that's starting it, where it has ended up being a, uh, a deal breaker. No, a, I've a, seen they it, broke up. I've seen it get very awkward, but never resulting in a breakup. Well, Aw- when we come back, we're going to segue here. We're going to be talking more about, we're going to wrap it up, the prenup conversation. And we're going to talk about the four C's that come along with any partner. And Eric Chupp enters the box that rocks. Stay tuned. For over 25 years, Dr. Robert Zell has been trying to take the optometry game to the next level. Up a notch. And this year, at his 31st in Harvard location, he just put in a new lobby. The Taj Mahal. Dude, look at his lobby. Dude, look at his lobby. Dude, look at his lobby. See, built out when I walk up in the spot. This is what I see. Wall to wall glasses staring at me. He's got a passion for eyeballs and he ain't afraid to show it. Show it, show it, show it. He's Doxy and he knows it. And now, more from the Temple of Boom with your host, Captain Clay Tiberius Clark. 
Now, Z, I want to ask you, when you decided to invest in the renovation of your new lobby, I mean, did you think about renovating the rest of the building, or were you just, you're totally sold out on the concept of just renovating your lobby? Because it's an impressive lobby. It is I want to go the to Taj lobby. Mahal of the lobbies. I mean, I've I seen, I've seen people on a lobby. pilgrimage to come to the wailing wall of optometry lobbies. And I just want to know, did you think about renovating the rest of the building, or was it just the lobby? I, uh, I feel very bad. What? I, I do. I feel really... I, I mean, I'm kind of torn right now. Bad torn? tuna sandwich? No, no, oh, no. Oh, 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 okay. I, I, I feel bad. For those of you who have been listening to the entire show, you're going to get this. For those of you who haven't been, you're being like, what's he talking about? That's why we have a podcast free of charge. Go download it, listen to the rest of the show, and then you go, oh, now I know what he's talking about. But Clay, I just want you to know something right now. Yes. And I feel very bad about this. And what is it? I put doors on the closet. <laughs> <laughs> you did? I put doors did you put on, a on door the closet. On the restroom? Did you do that? Cabinets, everything? I put doors on the restroom. I'm all about total transparency. I no put doors, doors on the, the offices. No put, doors in the restrooms. I want it to I be obvious what's, what's going on. What's I want going to, on in there? If someone's in there, then I know not to go in there. The only way I know... It's like an airport where it's there. like a, a series of walls where you walk around certain walls. There's no door. No door. Well, I just in full transparency, I have doors on the closets. We have okay. doors on the cabinetry. That's not transparent. I want to personally. <laughs> a, I want to. I want to ask you a question. Truth. I want to ask you a question that okay. that is probably over the line. Yeah. But then I'll back back. For, I'll, I'll back up from the line. Oh boy. Are you one of those people who puts the um, the hand washer thing that limits the amount of water that you can emit? Do you have one of those things where you have to wave your hands under, like the airport, to get the water out of your new location there in Harvard or at Harvard, or, or can you get as much water as you want to wash your hands? You can get as much water as you, <clears throat> as you want. I do not have the limiting uh, the limiting uh, <laughs> thing of a Jew, yeah. thing of a jig, and uh, you can sit there and you can turn that water on. You can sit in there and just whistle Dixie and oh, wash babe. your hands. Nice, thank you for doing that, man. Or, you're, you're a great American. That or shows you can sing, your respect you can sing any for one the of your favorite songs. You know, I've been working on the. Railroad. Do you have a towel dispenser where you wave your hand under and it comes out, or do you have to? Is it manual? Is it it's manual. Nice. You're, you're my kind of guy. You're Old a great American. school, baby. Old school. Okay. Okay. My mom and dad used to say, "We don't want a car with them electric windows. It could break." Nice. Right? I agree with your mom and dad. <laughs> I, now, now the four C's could break. that come along with any partner. Okay, and I want to get everyone's take on this. I want to go around the horn. I want to get everyone's feedback. One, the four C's. There's capital. There's council. There's connections. Well, before, and there's course. Time before you do that, there, yes. there was a hot question. Hot that came in earlier, and I was hoping you were going to tap it because I wanted to hear what you. I wanted to hear what you had to say about yep. this. Yep. You know what I'm saying? True. What was the question? Well, the question was about your spouse doesn't like your. Your spouse doesn't like your partner. Now you talked about Vanessa liking me she as does. your partner. She does, and, and, so and I know it, that's how we and met. That was, and that was kumbaya, and it was lovely. It's and true. You know, we we had some pinion wood burning, and we all made s'mores. <laughs> oh, and yeah. during the break, you know, we hugged it out. You know, we need while we did it, though, of course. And but you know what? What? How, how do you handle that, though? Oh. You know, you've you've got a spouse and a partner that are just at, at each other's throats. All the time. I have some, again, I don't know if the listeners are going to like me as a result of this, but I'm just being direct with you. I I grew up stuttering as a kid, so I didn't really talk uh, consistently well till I was 12. So okay. Okay. I would be in a room, and most people are talking, and I couldn't talk. And so every time I would try to say my name, kids mock you when you stutter. So I remember yeah. specifically, I would say... I had a speech impediment also. And yeah, they, they, they'd I, say, I what's it. your name? And you'd try to say it, and they'd make fun of you. And so I just kind of observed life. And so... I, I could get along by myself on an island. I really don't need, I mean, I, I mean that sincerely, I don't need other people. So I, I like other people, but I don't need them. So for me, 
I've always been really direct about telling the spouse, and I've had this, I've said, hey, listen, I didn't partner with you, so until things change, I really don't want to hear your feedback at all, and how you feel about it doesn't really matter to me. I've actually said that multiple times. I've done that But that's why I probably you know, spent a lot of time in Atwoods by myself. And on the couch, I've done that twice. And out in the chicken. I've done that twice where I've had someone who's a partner, and they came to, and what happened was we had a a guy I was partnered with, and I asked the staff to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Great book. And Think and Grow Rich. Great book. And then they read the book, and then at the end I said, the final book we need to read is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Oh, great book. We did a show on that just a couple days ago. Well, the spouse pulls me aside and says, hey, um... You're giving my husband a lot of extra work, and I just want to know if you're being paid for that. Is he being paid? I said, he is a partner in the in the in the company. Uh, it was DJ Connection at the time, and I, um, you guys got married after we partnered, and yeah. I just wanted you to know I didn't hire you, and so I, this is a relationship I have with this person. Oh, so you say that to the spouse's wife? Okay, I mean to your partner's wife. Okay, yeah, I said that. Not your they, spouse. they came up to me at the meeting and brought this up, but it was in front of like a lot of people. It was weird, and I said. Um, and I said, I didn't partner with you. We'll talk about it after the meeting. So long, it was just weird. We're wrapping up a meeting, and they came up and said this. And so then they, they kept proceeding, and I just said, I want you to know, I don't care at all about how you feel. Furthermore, it, it's it, you talking to me and sharing with me how you feel makes me even more resolute that we need to do more required reading, because I don't care. So stop talking to me. And it got awkward. The partner came up to me and said, dude, you can't talk to my wife that way. And I said, absolutely, absolutely I can't. And I've had my agreement. I could buy you out, and I'd be happy to if I have to talk to her again. Because I'm not—I didn't agree to that partnership. I didn't agree to her. I didn't date her. But you know what? One of the things you just said that was very powerful in that, that whole montage, yeah, is that you had an agreement, right? And the agreement specifically said that you had the right to buy him out. True. Now, you a lot of people listening out there going, "Oh man, that's really cool. I wish, I wish I'd put that in my agreement, but I didn't." And to say those kind of vitriol words to to a person that's going to be in your life and of note does not bode well for the future you know th- is that guy still around uh what happened with this particular person is this particular person came to me after this and said hey um my wife's not a big fan of yours not, but moving uh, shock, forward shocking you're not going to hear from her and i i've signed up for the long term here oh. and it was and we well, ne- i never go. actually talked to this person for years the the, the, the spouse i never yeah. talked to yeah, yeah, i yeah. talked to the partner but it was a deal where it actually worked well and years later, when uh, um, things, long story short, the partner, the, the spouse came up to me and said, I finally understand what you were doing with my husband. It makes sense. I apologize. But whether they like me or not, I don't care. I care about doing what's required. And the fact is, this guy needed to read these books, and he wasn't going to read the books, so I made him required reading. And so that's kind of that, that deal. And I, w- I want to bring this up. There's the four C's that come along with any partnership. And I want to get Justin's take on this, okay? You have capital, counsel, connections. And you have core skills. So, Justin, you and I are partners. Let's talk about core skills. When you partner with somebody, if someone's out there is listening and they want to partner with somebody, what kind of core skills do maybe you and I have that are different from each other? Yeah, so when you're looking for a partnership, um, there's a reason why you need a partner, right? It's to fill a void maybe that you yourself can't fill fill or there's an employee you can't that you're looking to hire that they can't fill and you want someone that has sweat equity or, or financial stake. And so you're looking for them to fill. So you wouldn't want a partnership with someone that's on your same level, skill level in the same area, because then you still have that void open. So we'll talk about that when we come back as far as how to look for the proper 
partner. When we come back, I want to get your take and I want to get Eric Chupp's take on core skills, connection, counsel, and capital. They're going to bring in Tulsa's number one attorney, in my opinion, Wes Carter with Winters and King. And these guys, by the way, serve as an advisor, I believe, to the President of the United States, Donald Trump. Stay tuned. I like those guys even more. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Scripps Radio and the Thrive Time Show proudly introduce to you today's main event. Fighting out of the blue corner, wearing a blue soccer jersey, featuring a logo from an unnamed international corporation. Get him, Weighing somewhere between 102 pounds and 170 pounds and three-quarter ounces. From Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is a legendary birthplace of the sod farm tourist industry. Come on, Doc! His professional record includes owning an optometry clinic for over 13 million. 140,000 minutes. He's been part of growing eight multi-million dollar companies. And he's lent his on-air co-host over $100 renies while forgetting to ever ask him for the money back. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the undefeated, except for those few times when he didn't lose a couple of bouts, undisputed champion of the world, Dr. Robert Zona. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. It is Dr. Robert Z. Next to me, we have Justin Moore, the elf in the room, and we have an incredible business coach, Eric Chupp, in the box that rocks. And we have oh, Wes oh. Carter. How can we top into all? How, we, how can we tap into all their genius on one show? I don't here know we how we're going to do it, but here we go. The four C's that come along with any partnership. We're going fast. Here we go. Capital. Let's talk about this, Justin. When you look for a partner, they have to bring the four C's: either capital, counsel connections, or core skills. Talk to me about capital. Why is capital something to consider when you partner? It is the fuel that keeps you going, right? So it's the, the money that pays your employees. It's the investment money, the marketing, right? So you've got to understand capital. We've talked about it before in some of our other uh, shows, and, and you can, they're on the podcast, but you've got to know where to find capital if you don't have it personally. I have a funny story. Funny that you, story. That you and I can share it. It's not funny, but it's funny now for us. Ha <laughs> ha! Do you remember every week when you'd come upstairs and we would match checks? Oh! Every week we'd write checks. Well, it started with the so one funny. year of not so funny. paying myself. You know, right? So we, every week we would we would just write checks. Did you notice how business? skinny I was? And now I look healthier. Do you know? There you go. I'm actually eating. <laughs> Is that what you call it? <laughs> healthy. Healthy. <laughs> All right. Z. All right. Now counsel. Healthy. Now counsel. Z. Talk to me about. But you, you you team up with somebody. Why if they if they don't have capital? I mean, why is, is counsel the advice? Why is that important when you, th- when you think about well, partnering somebody? Why does counsel matter? Well, like for me, like we do the auto auction. And when I first start off with it, I, I don't know anything about the auto auction business. And so their counsel, their advice, their knowledge of said business. So a lot of times if you, you meet somebody and think, wow, you're awesome. In the back of my mind, I, sometimes I do this and I go, hey, you're so, you're so great. What do you know a lot about? <laughs> what can you do? Okay, let's go get a business that does that uses those core things, you know. And so sometimes that counsel of you what build they, the business around the thing. Around yeah, you, yeah, 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 exactly. And and I, I've seen that, I've done that, and and that's a move. It's a move. Now the connections, Eric Chup, you've seen this where uh, uh, somebody, maybe a business coaching client you're working with, maybe they're they're super connected and they just know everybody. We had one of our clients today who, uh, uh, unbelievable unicorn event. This guy has seven multi-million dollar fitness centers, Mm. and he's doing great. And I have a client I work with, a pastor 
who is very successful in Kentucky, Owensboro, Kentucky, Pastor Brian. Yeah, Pastor Brian. And Pastor, Pastor Brian, Brian was on the show last week. You know, Pastor Brian has a vision to offer uh, a fitness center to his congregation. Amen. And Woo. the client I work with, he actually wants to team up with churches to offer fitness. And I, I just had the, I j- just went to Woodland Hills Mall. I just had uh, dinner with Kolaw Fitness, and I just talked to Pastor Brian, and the, the ability con- to connect the two was powerful. I, ha- I, have, to I have to interrupt. Did, you, did you eat dinner at the mall? I, 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 I like doing that sometimes. The, the food court's pretty at the, good. The, the, there's a Brazil steakhouse oh, that thing. place is better And I'm not kidding. Okay. Mr. Kolaw Fitness, mall? I'm not kidding. He, he's straight in a Woodland Hills Mall. <laughs> oh. He's straight up downed like the most meat I've ever seen in my life. 17 pounds of uh, prime Charles rib. Kolaw, big <laughs> shout out to you. But Chubb, talk to me about connections and why you don't want to team up with people that are chronically connected to bad folks because that's going to become your network right and we talk about it on the show your network is your net worth so if, if you can connect with people that have other connections that are going to increase your uh, the value of your business or what you can offer to your clients then that's a good uh, a good connection for you to make and one thing tell me if I'm wrong Clay, but I think it's a Rockefeller quote he says a business built on friendship is not as good as a friendship built on business Ooh. whoa is that right is there. that right you know what I'm saying he so says like, a friendship founded on business that kind of rocked me a is little bit. better than a business founded on founded on friendship one more time a friendship founded on business is better than a business founded on friendship what he's saying is over time you can see people's character and the way they handle their dollars and the partnership and when you build a friendship with somebody you've partnered with in business it is amazing now from a legal perspective when you start a business what happens is you need to establish who has majority control and you need to get everything in writing. So Wes Carter, you are uh, Z. He's Tulsa's top attorney, in my opinion. We can't. We he can't say he's Tulsa's top attorney, you know, legally speaking. Thank Z. you for protecting me there. But Z, I want to get your take, and I want to get Wes's take. I'll start with you, Z. Why do you want to get your agreement in writing? Because, like I said earlier in the show, and if you missed it, you can go to thrivetimeshow.com and download today's podcast. In fact. We have every show on there as a podcast. Download Damn. them, share them with a the friend. You can even put them on a CD and give them as a Christmas gift. That? How, good, how good would that be? That'd be awesome. Well, one, it would be like people would say, what's a CD? What's a CD? What's a CD? Do you have something what's great to talk about? invest in? During those awkward moments in the holidays where you don't know what to talk about yeah, with your like cousin your, your third Your red move. Santa sweater that doesn't fit just right. But anyway, the point is, is that you talked about um, why you want to have it down in writing because... I tell you what, I don't. I could count. Uh, well, I can't count that high. I don't think. How many times I have told a patient something in the exam room, very explicit, boom, 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 and then when they get out and they're checking out and they go, "Well, how, what were you told to do?" And they're like, uh, "It's completely different." You've got to get and it in di- right. I shouldn't say completely different. It's different enough that you go, that's a problem. Wes, yes. legally speaking, yes. why do you have to get your agreement in writing about who has majority control and how you're going to break it up if you have to? So you can enforce it later. I mean, if, if it's not in writing, it doesn't exist. Uh, I mean, people's memory changes, Dr. Z said. People misunderstand. People flat out lie. So if it's not in writing, it doesn't exist. Oh, now um, Thrive Nation, here's... Mm. Here is the stuff that Wes mm. talks about that people don't want to talk about. Wes, it's, it, when you start a business, you really want to get in writing how you're going to break it up if you have yes. to. So if one partner wants to sell, one partner is overwhelmed, they're done, one partner wants to sell out. So here's an example. 
Warby Parker is a very successful online oh, company. Oh, no, don't use them. I'm going to use it. Now, one of the partners says, I'm done, though. I'm going to start Harry's.com. I'm going to throw punches. I'm going to start a Razor's company. Harry's. So he says, I'm going to start Razor. I'm going to start Harry's, mm. right? So he leaves. Well, there had to be an agreement in writing on how it's going to happen, right? So talk to me about what. why is that so important, my well, friend? Well, let me tell you a horror story here. So I have a client. They did not want to do an exit strategy in the agreement. So two years later, what happens is... Partner B goes out and starts a competing company. Mm. Now, without a provision to buy him out, what I have is partner A running, growing a business. Partner B owns half that business while he's out there competing with you, and you have to go through two years of litigation to get it sorted out. Nice. That is the most crazy situation. That's like being in an elevator when somebody smells bad and it's not you. That's right. And you need a way out whether and there's a million ways to do it where everybody can be fair, but an exit strategy, a prenup for your business. See, are we getting phone calls in on the hotline here, my friend? It's it like, is blowing. No, no up. I got I got a new iWatch. iWatch and, and I have it. I, and I didn't I didn't turn off the. Can I ask the you notifications? This, your, your iWatch take can CDs? I? And uh, my <laughs> iWatch is, is connected to CDs. CDs. And uh, you why, know, why do you have an iWatch? What does that do for you? I, I had nothing. It was a gift for my children for Father's Day. But, what so it I, do? I but I don't know how to use it. I don't do know how you, to work do it. Do you fundamentally agree with an iWatch, or what is your thoughts on the iWatch? Well, here's what I figure: is that um, Steve Jobs was a really uh, what would you call him? I mean, you, he's he wasn't he was kind of weird. I Visionary. Would, I would almost want to yeah. shoot myself if I had an iWatch. I think. Really? Random, un, un asked for updates. I could not handle it. Oh, well, no. The last, the last thing the best, is the way to The best thing people. about iWatch updates is they take so long to download. <laughs> they do. That's the only best. That's do. the great part about them. I you just never want to read My kids could be listening, so I got to go, you know, there I, turn, there I turned it off. Um, my kids could be listening. I'm like, it's the best Father's Day gift a man could ever receive. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Now, Thrive Nation, there's a great gift you could give all the fathers out there. And Z, we're getting close to the holidays here, Thanksgiving. And what better way to say I love you than with a gift of thrivetimeshow.com. There's, yeah. there's, there's four ways that four you can show your love on how much you love them. One. One, you can do, give them the podcast, which is free. So it's kind of like a re-gift, free. but it's free. It's a re-gift. It's a thought. It's a, you it's a thought can say, <laughs> hey, man, you can just it's send them a text for Thanksgiving or the Christmas. You can say, hey, man, I love you so much. Go to thrivetimeshow.com. Get the podcast for free. Two, one-on-one -on -one business coaching. You could say, hey, man, I got, a, I got you a free evaluation. Three, you go to thrivetimeshow.com. Your, your first month of online you got the sillies. On coaching is a dollar. It's just a dollar. And the fourth is you could have an in-person workshop, which is not something you could re-gift. Z, it's incredible. It could be the ultimate holiday gift, and Justin can't stop laughing. I'm Christmas trying to get shopping. together, Z. If you're looking for Christmas... Your partner, you're talking about partnerships. Your partner's lost it. He's certified Christmas lost shopping it. at thrive15.com. <laughs> we we got to shut down his mic right We've now. We've all this been re-gifted, though. We know what it feels we, like. I know. My name is Clay Clark. You've been listening to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. That's Z. He's next to me. That's Wes Carter. That's Justin Moore. That's Eric Chubb, business coach. And as always, three, three two, two, one, boom! boom.